whiskey. Welcome to the Whiskey Underground. everybody and welcome to the BSEA Whiskey Underground. We're here tonight outside the speakeasy again to uh, to, to keep on tasting some whiskey because you know it's it's a beautiful night looking for something dumb to do. Uh, let's get some barrel proof and uh, drink some whiskey with you. Why not huh? Right. COVID rules on the uh, on the the footsteps the sidewalk. Yep. Of the speakeasy. Well, we're in the back the back part of the speakeasy. We still have to keep it secret. Uh, keep out of the way of every, all the passersby. Um, train tracks back up the speakeasy. I, I guess that's so. right. What what fun would it what fun would it be? Yeah. If not. You know, there's a there's a train yard out back. Uh, <laughs> old school. Just just in case. Just in case we got to get away. So tonight uh, we are going to crack. We kind of we've done this once before. We did batch uh, C918. Tonight we're going to do the 2020, I think this was. We're going to do Elijah Craig Small Batch, Barrel Proof, 12 years old, which this is the only Elijah Craig now with the age statement on the barrel, on the bottle. And it's Batch A119 coming in real hot at 135.2. That is, uh, that might be the hottest whiskey we've had yet. Yeah, this is uh, just short of jet jet fuel, huh? Uh, the hottest one we've done so far is. Come on, give it to, give it to me. Yeah, so this is the hottest whiskey we've tried yet. This is one thirty five point two. Previously, it was one thirty one point nine, and that was, I believe, uh, that was Stag. That was George T. Stag. At 131.9. Oh no, Stag Jr. was 131.9. Man, yeah, that. I've had this Elijah Craig, well, instead of had the Elijah Craig barrel proof before, and it's, it's way more palatable than. Oh, yes. Stag, yes. Stag Jr. So the one we did sure. before For with sure. Josh uh, Wozni, you can find that show back on um, March of 2019. We did that episode. That was uh, batch number C918. Uh, I don't believe... I know we don't have that bottle anymore. We bottled that down that night. Um, but this is uh, this is just slightly hotter. So let's... Uh, okay, it. so which one are we... This is A119. A119, yep. So this is a 2019 version, Early, yeah. uh, version of... So okay. the way they break this down is A is the quarter. So A, B, C, D. They have, yep. three, they have four quarters a year they a do quarter, this batch. Yep. Um, yep. One is the month that it was dist- that it was uh, bottled, so January, and okay. then nineteen obviously means the year. Killer. That's how they break okay. down their 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 Okay, numbers. well then that makes 
That makes total sense. So it's kind of like it's kind of more cryptic than what Booker's is essentially doing. Yeah, it, it, very similar right? to that. Very similar to that. Uh, so this is done by Heaven Hill, um, pretty pretty big conglomerate distillery. They do so many different whiskeys. They oh, also yeah. do so many uh, so much outsourcing of their whiskey. So they they will um, sell off you know sourced whiskey. Uh, this one is aged at 12 years. We do know the mash bill because Heaven Hill is very transparent about their mash bill. 75 corn, 13 rye, 12 malted barley. Uh, the nice thing about this is the price point. It's only 60 to 65 bucks per bottle. That's not breaking the bank for a barrel-proof for, bourbon. Yeah, barrel-proof, uncut, unfiltered, because a lot of people are yeah. trying to get premium, premium whiskeys in that price range, and they're watered down and 90 proof or whatever else the case the yeah. case may be so yeah pretty good price for something um of this quality pretty yeah cool. it's it's really um it's, it's really a, a bargain for what you're getting because honestly at you know this price point these uh you know this barrel or barrel proof price points are usually 79 80 85 bucks and it, it gets expensive once you get into those all right mm. let's uh all right. let's try this nose here You know what? It's not that bad on the ethanol. Now, it does help that we're outdoors. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty light on the ethanol for the proof. But you smell the oak. Yeah, I can... You smell the oak, but you also smell... I, this one I smell like crazy sweet sweet corn, yeah. vanilla. Burnt, you know, burnt sugar, caramel. This is, this is fucking... Very Men's sweet. cologne in a, in a glass. Yes, like yeah. It's kind of. It's like um, mm. baked goods, like mm-hmm. crusty, not crusty bread. It's almost like a, like a, a rich like pie because it's very sweet. Not apple pie, but more like like a cherry pie. Like a, like a really good. Yeah, that's really that's really smooth on the nose. I mean, the ethanol's there, but it's got, like I said, it's 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 got this just kind of just well-rounded. Like I said, it's got oak, it's got vanilla, it's got sweet corn, um, it's got some of that, you know, baked baked spice. Pretty pretty good, but it does have. I mean, at the end of the day, the ethanol is there, but um, not so. Not so like diesel-y, you know. It's not so just pure grain alcohol. Yeah. Killing the, no- the nostrils. It's got tons of, of richness behind it. I'll tell you right, what. Right on here. the nose, I would take this a hundred times over 1792 foolproof. I gotta go back and get that one because I do remember that being absolutely crazy bad. It was. It um, wasn't bad. Like. The way I liked it is you had to put it on an ice cube, a big block of ice. It needed that water to kind of mellow it out. It was just too oaky and too spicy. It was too much proof, and the proof was yeah. like the the star of the show. Whereas like this, I mean, honestly, on the nose, the caramels, the, the sugars, the sweet corn, stars on the show. And then there's a little proof in the back, a little bit of oak. A little bit of like pie crust, like Sunday afternoon pie. 
I like it. Alright, let's dig in. Okay, the heat is on the, the tongue. It is, it is warm. It is spicy and oaky. That's hot. That is super fucking hot. But what's crazy is I only felt it kind of on the mid, I felt it kind of mid-draw. mid draw. Like mid yeah. I was able to kind of hold it over the, the beginning of my tongue and it was there until it just kind of started singeing. This may be a, this may be a palate record itself um it is yeah i mean it's it's hitting hit hard in the mid middle of the tongue and and really that heat definitely like takes over on the finish and and stays there on the finish and kind of works its way through but there is like there is a little bit of sweetness to it it's not just over you know over spice over heat there's a little bit of sweetness a little bit of vanilla but it's definitely dominated by the heat Maybe the second sip will be better. So, it's it's got all it's got classic bourbon flavor, dark fruit, cherry, vanilla. You know, heavy oak. Obviously, being I'm assuming this is non-chill filtered. Yes. Uncut. It's got all that in the you know in the footprint. On the front of the tongue as you're tasting it, but man, when you draw this across to me, the back of your tongue for the finish, it is just like, remember, <laughs> I'm fucking foolproof. <laughs> yeah, you know, just remember, um, you th- you know, you thought you were tasting me nice and, and soft because it does it does doesn't really kill you on the front, but on the back end and down down the pipe down the finish, it is super heat. And I would say, I would say. It's mild oak. I mean, it's oak is definitely there. Uh, mild to, to heavy. It's not like an oak bomb. I've tasted some stuff that's, you know, if you ever tasted a noble noble oak or yes, some of these. Yes, I have a bottle of that. It, 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 it literally just tastes like bark, you know, in, I, in your mouth. I have a bottle of their sherry finished because yeah. I, I was in this kick where I was buying sherry finished anything bourbon. And yeah. such a such a disappointment. Yeah. This one's definitely oaky. Um, the one note I, I get out of this, especially on the finish, it's really drying. Like there is a very antiseptic. I get, I get that mouthfeel yeah. that dries it out, almost like, almost like old school brown listerine. Wow! Right? Yeah, it's crazy. Although if my mouthwash tasted like this in the morning. <laughs> oh, yeah, stay in the bathroom longer. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you brushing uh, your teeth again? Be, yes. yes. <laughs> Is it coming out to be passed out against the cabinets? <laughs> you know what? If, yeah. For all we talk about the, the heat and the, the spiciness, I will say the palate is very nice and oily. It's got a good, rich mouthfeel. Um it is not as thick as not as thick as some uncut foolproofs that I've right. tasted, especially recently. Just going back, you know, short pour or so ago, 
the um, Castranth. No, Lindholm, no, that was the, the really, mouth. yeah, really the, velvet. It just had a viscous, yeah, velvet kind of a yeah. velvet mouthfeel. Um, this is good, though, but, man, you, you don't, it does not let you forget it is a foolproof. It definitely comes up and punches you in the mouth. Yeah. There is, you know, the more you drink it, on the finish, that oak and spice are up front, but it really does give way to a good vanilla and dark fruit, um, dark fruit finish. You know, the kind of that, that sweetness you got on the nose kind of does show back at the end. But it takes a while. All right, Scott. I already got a got a number on on this one. I know where it's at. It's 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 good. It's not um, the best thing I've ever had in a uncut, unfiltered. But I do applaud it. Yeah. Look, well, I, here's one thing. It's classic bourbon, right? I, I I love I love when people just do it. Just do it right. It's not something that it's not. Not supposed to be. Um, kind of crazy how soft it is up front and how dangerous and powerful it is um, on the finish, which is kind of kind of unique. How two whiskeys of similar proof can drink so differently. Yeah, it, it really is kind of weird. Um, so I'll, I'll start with mine. Uh, looking back at the foolproof whiskeys that I've done and that I've tasted they're usually up in the 80, the high 80s low 90s because I do like I really do like foolproof I think it brings out more of the char- characteristics of the whiskey better um, especially when it's uncut un- non-chill filtered I really really do enjoy that that being said I think this is right up there with Stag Jr I, I think it's good I don't think it's great. Stag Jr. got an 85 and a half, 85.5. This one gets an 84. Okay. I I don't disagree. Um, I think it's um, I, th- I think it's classic bourbon flavor. Everything's there. Um, love that it's uncut, unfiltered. I mean, love when anybody has the the balls to produce whiskey that way, right? Um, to produce whiskey just out the barrel in the bottle i think that's that's cool as shit because you really get to taste the work you know the true work of the whiskey um so salute on that they said kind of crazy how dangerous this is on the on the finish and um be interested if anybody out there has any reasoning why um proof can be conceived so differently um between whiskeys front end mid palate, you know. And Scott, yeah. maybe it's, you know, this is this is not the first whiskey we, you know, pulled back the curtains, not the first whiskey we drank tonight. Maybe it has something to do with it being the second, you know, the second glass of whiskey. Um, you would think that that would uh, wake, awaken your palate and you know, but get maybe it it's ready more sensitive. That. Maybe. But maybe maybe it's maybe it's more sensitive, maybe. you know. So I don't know. In, interesting interesting how this one kind of hit. Um, but all in all still still fantastic. I give it an 85. So one one notch up for you. I think we were both right there. Um, Again, but yeah, don't don't let that score fool you. It is a good whiskey. Um, 
I give it an 84, but re- I mean, realistically, an 85 is a, is a proper score because it is a good bargain. I mean, when you, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of Booker's and Little Book. It's high proof. No, oh, yeah. It lets you know oh, yeah. it's high proof. It's not going <laughs> to, I mean, it's not soft and delicate. It is full proof. It is right there in your nose. And it will, it will let you know that. So, I, I like it. I, I really will. I will continue buying Elijah Craig Small Batch Barrel Proof because it's a good bottle to have in the house when you do want barrel proof. And it's a good bargain. Yeah, I think for the money, this is definitely a go-to, go-to barrel proof. Um, yeah, I love it, Scott. Yeah. Um, classic, classic barrel proof from a very classic brand and distillery. I think Heaven Hill is one of, if not the oldest in in Kentucky, our oldest. Yeah, they're like still, still four, in five, six, something like that. Yeah, I don't know what, what that DS DSP number is, but it's it's low. It's low. Yeah. So, uh, well, do Scott, they have, do they have uh, it on the bottle? I don't think they do. Should uh, might not be on the bottle, but no, they don't. I mean, I can tell you. Let's see. Um, Heaven Hill DSP. Oh crap! I want to say it's fine. Type. I think we. I think we've looked this up before. I can't type. Um. Well. Uh, number one. I don't know. Number one. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. That's right. There you go. We have looked this up before. It's number one. So very, very low. <laughs> as in the first. Yeah. As in yeah. As in <laughs> the first registered distilled spirits plant in Kentucky. Yeah. Um. So yeah, pretty freaking cool. All right. So, anyways, Scott, another awesome little short pour. Glad we got to have this this glass with you yep. tonight. Glad the glad the uh, weather took a the weather didn't take us out and, and participated well, I guess, in this COVID environment. Yeah, we got to sit in the back porch and speak easy and it, enjoy it. It's kind of nice to sit back here and uh, drink some whiskey outside outside under the stars. It, it, it provides for a nice ambiance. We got to do that a little more often. Um, cricket choir, cricket choirs. Yep. That is Sinatra yeah, playing inside. Exactly. <laughs> so look, uh, as we as we you know do some housekeeping, uh, our next show is going to be our um, our Black Bull Barrel experiment that we did in the Speakeasy. Uh, if you remember back, we did the Knob Creek one. It was really good from the start. The first batch was really really good too. And then it kind of went sideways as we aged it a little bit too long. So we, we kind of dialed it back a little bit, and let's see what happens to, to some scotch that we, uh, uh, that we aged in, a, in an oak barrel in the speakies and see what, what happens with that. So uh, pretty cool stuff coming up. Um, I know we've got some Japanese whiskey later on this month, or later, later on this year, I should say. But uh, we're really looking for uh, your bottom proof, or your bottom shelf matters, and let's see what they got. So... Brant, take us out. Scott, if you came here to learn. Drink what you learned. If you came here to share. Share what you drink. If you came here a stranger. May you exit as a friend. And if you came for an adventure. Drink, drink up. up. Cheers. Cheers. What would Frankie say? Yes, Bobby saw baby. I've got to let you know.